just a quick note, I did not mean for this week's episode to be so much shorter. It was it was accidental. Um, I had tried a different way of writing it this week. Clearly, it turned out to be far too short. Uh, next week, it will not be this short. Thank you. Imagine. Washington, D.C. March 4th, 1809. America is on the verge of a war with Great Britain. Division internally is so high after a close election. Aaron Burr is trying to cause a revolt in Louisiana. The president begins his inaugural address. Ladies and gentlemen, not 30 years has it been since the revolution ended that we have a, a, that what we have accomplished is threatened. However, we will get this resolved. My name is Alexander Hamilton, and there's a million things I haven't done. Just you wait. <laughs> Welcome to Imagine If, the alternate history podcast. I'm your host, Brody Burton. Alexander Hamilton was born on Bermuda in 1754. By age 12, he was an orphan. By age 14, he ran a business. Soon, he was sent to New York City. He played a key role in the American Revolution and adoption of the U.S. Constitution. He was later fatally injured in a duel with Aaron Burr and died days later. Today, he is famous for being on the $10 bill and for Lin-Manuel Miranda's Broadway musical, Hamilton. This is the first of five episodes in our series, Change the President. In this series, we will explore what would have happened if if the following five were elected president at some point in U.S. history. Alexander Hamilton, Benjamin Franklin, Henry Clay, William Seward, and Barry Goldwater. This said, I will make a note. Election season has begun in the United States. As a self-instituted policy, I do not discuss any presidents, vice presidents, or presidential or vice presidential nominees, except in special circumstances, such as our annual 9-11 episode. There will be no Hillary Clinton, Mitt Romney, or Al Gore presidencies on Imagine If. I've also structured the show to be a little more. We are going to have, from here on out, a 13-episode series. The first five episodes will be whatever our series topic is, such as this one's Change the President. Then we'll have one episode on ancient, medieval, colonial, 19th century, early 20th century, and late 20th century history. Then there will be two episodes of my choice, one focusing on the United States and the other focusing on another nation. Anyway, now that that's out of the way, enjoy the show. Your name is President Thomas Jefferson. You're in the White House reading the newspaper. Still no news from Lewis and Clark, but Burr has made some terrible claims about Alexander Hamilton. You remember back in 1800 when Hamilton backed you because of your character. You decide to return the favor even if you aren't always the best of friends. You write to Burr and to the newspaper, Hamilton is a man of the highest dignity and character. Burr should be ashamed of his actions. He continues on, to make accusation against Burr and defending Hamilton's character, even in times when it may have been inconvenient for Hamilton. 
published in newspapers around the country, Burr lost his race for the governorship and resettled in, Minnesota, in Michigan. In 1804, George Clinton repaid, replaced Burr on the ticket for vice president. However, in 1807, the British would sink a ship in the Chesapeake Bay. James Madison would then face off against Alexander Hamilton in the most contentious debate yet. Hamilton leaked a rumor that Madison had had an affair with a slave. This allowed him to win Georgia and North Carolina. Hamilton was sworn in as president on March 4, 1809. Straight away, he went to war with the British. They quickly conquered all of Canada except Quebec. Hamilton and Napoleon Bonaparte opened a correspondence. Quebec revolted and the U.S. Navy was found in Scotland. The British, the Americans and French sacked the British cities of Edinburgh and London. When Europe's leaders met for peace in 1810, the U.S. received Spanish New Spain and Cuba and all the former British colonies outside Europe in the Americas. France conquered Europe up to Russia and the Ottomans. However, Napoleon's wars were far from over. The papacy had reigned independent of Napoleon Bonaparte or anyone else for millennia. They were upset that the Pope had died at Napoleon's hands. A revolt broke out globally that saw Napoleon's empire crumble. Meanwhile, back in America, the 1812 election saw the Hamilton-Pinckney ticket face the Madison-Clinton ticket. Hamilton won easy. The process began for Canada and Quebec to become U.S. states, and the Superior Territory was founded out of the rest of former Canada. The biggest city in Canada, York, was renamed Hamilton. After Hamilton left office, George Clinton won a term, followed by two terms of Madison. Then the popular general-turned-politician Andrew Jackson upset the apple cart after the found, founding the Democratic Party. The Democratic-Republican Party became the Republican Party. A three-way system between... A three-way election between Clay, Jackson, and Monroe resulted in a Monroe victory. John C. Calhoun kept the country united afterward. The U.S. abolished slavery in 1853 to rioting in the South. Frederick Douglass was elected Abraham Lincoln's vice president in 1860. In 1868, Douglass became the first African-American president.